And the Bible says he turns to look. And when God saw that he turned to look, he spoke to him. Now that's the principle of fasting. It's a concept that you are turning to look and asking, what is going on? Why am I not making the progress I thought I should be making? Why is it that I'm stagnated at this point? Why is my wife and I always fighting? When you conclude that it's because she's a wicked woman, that's pride. But when you bother to ask what is going on, that's called fasting. That's waiting upon the Lord. That's when you take a Bible, just sing that, Father, I give you thanks. What is going on? Listen to a message, Father God, I give you thanks. What do I do next? It gets to a point, say, ah, my ministry is a particular spot. What do I do next? That is what fasting is about. But back to the matter of prayer. When we say that, okay, let us pray about this, let us fast in the evening, what are you fasting? To get some spiritual strength. You are a proud man. You need that strength. Okay? That sense of I have done something to come to prayer. Let me tell you what real spiritual power is. You are sleeping. Then your children wake you up. Daddy, 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 daddy. Something, something, maybe something, some trouble in the house. And you say, peace be still. And then you continue sleeping. That is spiritual power. You know where I got that from? You know, the, you know where I got that from? That's the Lord Jesus Christ. He was sleeping. And they woke him up. So why are you waking him up? So we're about to die. Okay, nobody dies here. Any other thing? No. Then he goes back to sleep. That's spiritual power. The one with that spiritual power say, you are about to die, wait. Then let's fast for three days. Anybody that's alive at the end of three days, <laughs> we have, I will have generated enough power to save that one's life. This is my message on pride today. I hope it's delivering somebody. Some of you, anything, any good work you've been doing that has been helping you to pray, don't do it for some time. You will see miracles the type you have not seen before. Yes. The one that you have been showing, I will say this one direct. I know many people don't like it. But know what I like about this thing I'm about to say? The people that don't like it are pastors. I've never heard the congregation member that doesn't like it. Yes. The only, that lets you know that I must be right. That the problem is the, the accounting. Do you get my point? That's what the problem is. So let me say it. This one that you have been sowing seed for, you have given towards it, you have planted the seed, you have given towards it, you have tithed, you have first-fruited, which is, you know that first-fruit doctrine that's very common in Christianity today? I hope you know it's fraud. It's fraud. You know what I like about Kingdom World Ministries? Here I say anything I like. Now let you walk out of. I can tell you boldly. This first fruit in Christianity of today that the whole of your general salary somebody collects is fraud. I don't mind you giving your six month salary to anybody, but that doesn't give you anything with God. It's just you just want to give him. I can look, I plan to give my, my landlord January salary. <laughs> Am I going to use it to pray? No. Yes. I have those days when I first started working. There was a time my wife and I gave my father 11 months salary. I wanted to buy him a gift. And that was what it took me to buy it. 11 months ending as a cons- working as a consultant at UNTH. My wife is a witness. Did I use it to pray? No. 
I just knew that I wanted to do it. Nobody else would do it. It's been my dream to be able to do it. So my wife and I settled down and said, yes, these guys have not paid me for 10 months. When they pay, we're going to use the money for this. And we did. The money was not enough. I waited for the 11th month, added it to it. Anybody fight me? No. I use and pray? No. I can love my church so much, I give them 12 months salary. And live on the rest, whatever that is. But for somebody to tell me that God demands he collects my whole January salary is fraud. I know the inner stories behind these things. Those men don't believe it. They are raising money. I know the stories behind these things. Feel confident. God does not need your general salary. You know what he needs? Your whole life. And any money he gives you, you spend it the way that's pleasing to him. There is seed for the sower and there's bread for food. What is seed for the sower? What is bread for food? Every responsibility that you are supposed to participate in is seed for the sower. You are a member of a church. Yes, they are spending money there. Church needs money to run. You understand my point? Take their portion, cut it, give them. The clergymen, they, they need to eat. Depending on the, side, the way the thing is, they have been a blessing to you. Cut their portion, give them. You have a mother, she's a pensioner. She's not earning much anymore. And what if she's earning? What does it matter? A son honors his father and his mother. That's the way it is. You cut her portion, you give her. You cut your father's portion, you give him. For goodness sake, you have relatives that can't... They, I mean, school fees is starting again this week, Abby. I told my wife yesterday, I said, are we paying school fees this time? I said, what do you mean? University people don't pay now. They pay at the beginning still next year. Say this one, our primary school. I said, the one we pay, you don't expire. <laughs> You know, there are people that once holiday, they don't want holiday to end. There are parents like that. You think they love holiday? They don't love holiday. It's just that when holiday ends, school fees come. So they are wondering that, hey. What am I going to say? You have people like that around you. Cut their portion and do what? Give them. And then for goodness sake, stop behaving as if you are the only one God wants to punish. You can afford a new shirt. Go and buy a new one. That is part of bread for food. One of my doctors the other day, I told him that money, when money sees you, he runs away. He said, why, chief? I said, because every time all he says, I don't have money, I don't have money, I don't have money. I, don't have money. I said, money doesn't like you again. <laughs> the guy is always whining. Every time you say, okay, let's do this. Hey, chief, I don't have money. And my wife says, I don't have money. I forbid you from talking like that in Jesus' name. Amen. What am I trying to say? You say, walk down to shop right now. I'm going to eat ice cream. What's your problem? You say, it won't carry me to heaven. Now that will it carry you to hell. <laughs> you know, I don't know for human beings. <laughs> Enjoy life small. This one you are saving for tomorrow. You will be born tomorrow. You don't need to save that one for tomorrow. If you want to be rich tomorrow, do what I'm telling you right now. It's your first birthday. Scratch him 200 naira recharge card. Send to him. This is how God said we should spend money. See what I've said? That's how to make progress. Do like this. You know what I like about what I have said now? When you go to pray, you know there's nothing. What are you going to do? You don't say, God, I have done. You, You have not done anything. Which is why I went into all of this. But I've gotten stuck there and I'm enjoying it, so why not? Let's just enjoy ourselves, alright? Listen. 
why I wrote this thing that we just quoted is what I'm talking about. I've been talking about since. What we are simply saying in effect is this. When we go to prayer, when we come to pray, we have no other confidence. No other confidence. More than God, you are good. Jesus, you are kind. Thank you, you love us. Thank you for what you have done. Thank you. We come in the power of your good works, of your own works, not in the power of our own works. Why do I have this feeling? Somebody is going to receive quick answer this season. Amen. Yes, you will get answers. This time around, you are going to pray with nothing else as your confidence, more than I have come in the name of Jesus. Jesus died for me. Thank you, Lord. By the power of His blood, I have been washed clean. That blood has covered all my sins, has washed away all my mistakes, it has washed away everything that I did. It has made me righteous. Because of that, I know you will answer me. Listen to me. You say what I have said, you will get, a, you will get answers to your prayers 100% of the times. Don't say, God, you know I'm a big man of faith. No. Just say what I have said. Lord, there is nothing I have brought more than my hope in your mercy. My trust in your goodness. I'm not better than anybody else. All of us, we're enough for Jesus Christ. We're on the same level. I come through that Lord Jesus. And that's why I said from now on, I'm going to write these things to just make it very uniform. Anytime I want to pray, we we'll declare it. God, we have not come with any other confidence than that which we have in the power of the name of Jesus. We have not come in the power of our own good works. We have not come because we think we have done something to deserve anything. We have just come because you are good. And you said if we come, you will answer. That's all. I hope you've gotten my point. Let's rise to our feet. The Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. You know what Jesus said? If you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. And it will hear you. He said, because he has said, therefore we can boldly say that is anything God says, because of that we declare. Are you getting my point? If you have your Bibles, quickly open to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28. Deuteronomy chapter 28. I want to just read something from there briefly. The Bible says we have a covenant established on better promises than that which the Jews had. So we just want to take some foundation from what they had. He said in verse 1, Now it shall be, if you diligently obey the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments, which I command you today, which for us is holding on to our faith in Christ Jesus. That's our commandment. Loving the Lord our God with all our hearts through the faith that we have in his Son. He said, It will happen that the Lord will set you high above all the nations of the earth, all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you obey the Lord your God. He said, Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. When I read this, I want you to say amen, alright? Blessed shall you be in the city. Amen. Blessed shall you be in the country. Amen. Blessed shall be the offspring of your body. Amen. And blessed shall be the produce of your ground. Amen. And blessed shall be the offspring of your beasts. Amen. And you will be blessed in the increase of your herd amen. and in the young of your flock. He said, blessed you will be in your basket, and blessed you will be in your kneading bowl. That is where you bake, that place will also be blessed. Now listen, he said, blessed you will be when you come in, 
and blessed shall you be when you go out. Say, the Lord shall cause your enemies, the problems, the difficulties of life, and people that are against you, who rise up against you to be defeated before you. He said, they will come against you one way, and they will flee before you seven ways. Seven ways means they will flee in every available method. Are you getting my point? He said, the Lord will command the blessing upon you in your bands, and in all that you put your hand to do. It will bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives to you. Amen. He said, The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself, Amen. as he swore to you if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. Amen. Now he said, The Lord will make you abound in prosperity, Amen. in the offspring of the body, Amen. in the offspring of your, of, of your beasts, Amen. and in the produce of your ground, Amen. in the law which the Lord your God has given you. Amen. The Lord will open to you his good storehouse, the heavens. To give rain to your land in a season and to bless all the work of your hands. And you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. Now listen to this. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You will be above alone and you will not be beneath in the name of Jesus Christ. Now let me just, there's a reason why I read that because I want us to, with our own mouth, you know you are your own greatest prophet. Who's the greatest prophet in your life? Touch the greatest prophet in your life. You are the greatest prophet in your life. I'm the biggest prophet in my own life. A prophet I said on Saturday, there are no people that predict. The primary role of prophets is not to predict. This one you see at the beginning of the year, every prophet thinks he must tell us what will happen that year. How many governors will fall sick? How many Nollywood stars will die? That's when I knew all of them had lost their anointing. Once you start that, I stop listening to you. You do not have a job. Leave that one for TB Joshua for goodness sake. Are you getting my point? If you are a real prophet of God, concentrate on declaring the word of God. And if God gives a special revelation, then we will know. Like, I mean, I love the man, Sunday Bakari. When he says prophet, that one is a prophet. That's a prophet I know. The man is a real prophet. The Lord is good. What am I going to say? The job of a prophet is not to be predicting. It's not you, at the beginning of the year, start predicting what will happen, which plane will crash, which car, how many accidents will happen, you understand, which, which city. No, that's not the job of a prophet. The primary job of a prophet is just to declare the counsel of God. Alright? Bring people back to the fear of God. If God has any special revelation, he will reveal it. Alright? And especially to the people that are concerned. You don't need to go on national TV and tell us a governor will fall sick. Call the government houses and talk, talk to them. Are you getting my point? Yeah, that's a matter of fact. The Lord is good. So, you are your own greatest prophet. And based upon what you have read now, because because he has said, therefore we boldly say. Okay, so I want us to begin to say something, alright? Now I want you to begin to declare, say, in 2016, in this new year, blessed shall I be in the city, and blessed shall I be in the country. Blessed shall be the offspring of my body, and blessed shall be the work of my hands. My business will be blessed, my career will be blessed, my ministry will be blessed. I will be blessed in my basket, and I will be blessed in the bread that I bake. I will be blessed when I come in. I will be blessed when I go out. The Lord will cause all the enemies that rise against me. He will cause all the troubles that rise against me to be defeated before me. They shall come against me one way, but flee in all directions. The Lord will send his blessing upon my storehouses and on everything to which I put my hands. 
His blessing will be upon me in this land. He will establish me as a holy person unto himself. Now he said, all the peoples of the earth shall see that I am blessed. They will see that I am called by the name of the Lord. And they shall have respect for me. The Lord will make me fertile in every good thing. In the fruit of my body. And the fruit of my cattle. And the fruit of my fields. In the land which he has planted me. I will walk in health. I will walk in prosperity. Even as my soul prospers. My mortal body will receive life. I am immunized by the Spirit of God. Therefore, I walk in divine health. Say in 2016, perfect health is my portion. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say in this new year, I say to the Lord, you are my refuge and my fortress. You are my God and in you I trust. Therefore, I will not need to fear. I will not fear the terrors of the night. I will not need to fear. I will not fear the arrows that fly by day. I will not need to fear. I will not fear the plagues that roam around in the dark. Or the epidemics that strike at noon. For they will not come near me. Even though a thousand may fall dead beside me. And ten thousand at my right side. None will come near me. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say in 2016. I have made the most high my home. I have made the most high my dwelling place. Therefore. No harm will come to me. No sickness will come near my house. He will put his angels in charge of me. To protect me in all my ways. They will carry me in their hands. So that I will never injure my foot against a rock. Say the Lord will rescue me. He will protect me because I know his name. When I call him. He will answer. He will be with me when I'm in trouble. He will save me and honor me. He will satisfy me with long life. And he will show me his salvation. In the name of Jesus Christ. What are we doing? We are pouring the word of God ahead into this, the remaining part of this year. That's what we are doing. We are declaring the word of God into the year. What we are doing is to put the word of God ahead so that we can step on cool ground. There's something I just want to, I want to quickly um, add to it. Let me just quickly look for it here. Because this is what is most important. Alright. The Lord is good. I want us, because without the knowledge of God, forget it. What did I say? Forget it. And that's one that I want to just, just um, quickly declare the word of God concerning in this uh, new year. We'll take more of it maybe next time, but let me just take this particular one, alright? Because what we need most importantly in this life is understanding and a closer walk with God. Alright? If you ever follow me on Twitter, you see one of the tweets I sent out around the beginning of the year. Say, look, what is this year? Make it your year of understanding. Your year of a closer walk with God. That's what it is. And all other things will be added to you. I hope you get my point. I said something earlier when we began. Make it, make the, make it, um, a matter of priority, a matter of everyday priority, that your faith is constantly being built up. 
Because the fellow that has big faith does not even consciously exercise it. When the Lord Jesus was going to curse the tree, he didn't go to the tree and say, this tree, I will show you who is the son of God. This tree, you will die today. Peter, hold my right hand. John, hold the left one. Mm, it's coming. The anointing is coming. Whoa, tree, die. No. Just went to the tree, looked at the tree. How come there's nothing on this tree? Just did work at the tree. Useless tree. That was about all he said. And the tree died. And when they asked Jesus, why did the tree die? He said, it was because of the faith that I exercised habitually in God. That's what I want to emphasize there. That's what he was saying. It wasn't because I was trying to curse the tree. It was because I had faith in God. My faith in God put power in my words. I don't know whether you got that. That my faith in God put power in my words. For that reason, anytime I talk, things happen. I don't try to make things happen. I just keep my faith in God. And when I open my mouth, things begin to happen. You know, they came to him and said, Do you know the Lord Jesus? You know what happened? What? When we cast out demons, you mentioned your name. They were running away. And Jesus said, Do you know why it happened like that? He said, Because I was beholding. And I saw Satan fall like lightning down to the earth. That is, what I have, sorry, what I understand, what I have seen, is what decides the amount of power that manifests towards my name. That's what he was saying. If there's one thing, you know when we're young those days, I don't know about those of you who grew up in Enugu and Onicha and Oweri, alright? Those of us who grew up on that side, alright? <laughs> when we're children, the, all the dramas we used to watch were all these uh, killing people by jazz. <laughs> that was the drama. But you know, there's some things they used to say which were derived actually from what they call Oduifa. That's the, the mysteries of the Ifa people, okay? One of the things they used to say that time is that, which, and I found out from now as a Christian that it's actually true. They would say, ah, leave that thing. I will soon call it by its real name. I don't know whether I get my point. There's a way they say, say ah, we'll call the weather by its real name. It will stop raining. Uh, of course, we learn to say it as children. Say, leave him. We'll call it his real name very soon. Oh, yeah, it's good. Brag. Leave that boy. I'll call him by a real name. We didn't know the meaning. But it's now I understand that what Jesus was saying, Satan, you call him Satan. Let me tell you what I call him. Because I beheld and I saw that he fell, so when I'm talking to him, I talk to a falling fellow. Are you getting my point? I call him by his real name. He has no choice. He has to respond. What am I going to say? It's understanding you need in life. My friend visited us Christmas time, and by the time he started, finished talking about true riches, I said, Topsy, this year I have to preach on true riches. What was he saying? He said, listen, it appears to him that if Christians understand what Jesus meant by true riches, they would know they have no lack in life. That when Jesus appeared physically as if he was broke, he just looked and said, what's going on? No money here. He just checked inside for a moment. Now I'm adding my own words. And said, Peter, get a, get a hook. Go and fish. A fish will come out, open its mouth. You will find in it enough money for you and for me. That is, he, you couldn't catch him. You know what I'm going to say? And he doesn't have the resources to solve his problems. It's not possible. It's not possible. Why? Because of understanding. Because of the realm of life he was walking in. If you are going to walk by faith this year, it's going to be because you have understanding. People walk in blindness. And that's why their life is out of course. They don't understand what God is saying. <laughs> he said they don't know, they don't understand. 
Therefore, they walk on in blindness. And the foundations of the earth are shaking under their feet. He said, I said, ye are gods. And all of you are children of the Most High. He said, but because you don't know it, therefore you perish like men. I hope you are getting my point. Quickly pray. Short prayer. Say, Lord, give me understanding this year. It's my year of understanding. I want to know what's important. I want to know what you have said. I want to know how to assess life. Quickly ask the Lord for it. Say, Lord, give me understanding. Give me understanding. Give me understanding. I receive it in the name of Jesus. I receive understanding. I receive understanding. Now let's declare the word of God. Say, I declare concerning understanding. And a closer walk with God in this year. I confess that I have a great test for the things of God. I say to my soul, soul, long after God, long after knowledge, long after understanding. I feel like prophesying for you. Unquenchable thirst for the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of Christ is your portion in the name of Jesus. Let me give you a small testimony. Those is when I was in Lagos. When the Lord arranged it, I came to Lagos after my NYC in 93. When I arrived in Lagos, all right, I, um, I went everywhere, listened to the gospel. I was a JJC in Lagos. So I'll be walking on the road. I will see a poster. I will copy the... Do you get my point? I will copy the address and go home where I was staying with my relatives. I said, please, how do I get here? And they would describe it for me. And I jumped from one bus to one mulway, cross one bridge. That was how I went to um, Vanya Christian Center uh, with later for the Lopotaife. And then uh, Ron Kennelly came to preach. And I was in a minister session. There were not too many that Ron Kennelly taught. So when I tell you stories about Ron Kennelly, I heard it from his mouth. I was a JJC in Lagos. I was going everywhere listening to me to gospel. Every, I went to, um, uh, what's the name of... Uh, Bishop Michael Kunko's church was not too far from our house. I went there. They are doing school of ministry. I go and enroll and sit down there. I just went everywhere. And God ensured that I didn't have work. And the job was to drive my cousin around. <laughs> like it was like an auntie to me, okay? I was living in her house, so all I used to do just drive her around. And then I said, hey, Banky. I said, yes. Please come and drive me. I want to go to the embassy. I said, I'm coming. I went to the house, packed my tapes, entered the car. And I will stop when she goes down, I put in a cassette and start listening. There was a day I spent two hours on the foil queue. I didn't, I was not in the queue. Some guys went to the queue. Me, I just parked beside. They went with Jerry Camps. And I listened to two messages. Wonders of Faith 1 and Wonders of Faith 2 by David Oedipo. I did that for a long time until I finally started working in Luth. And then one day, this is why I'm telling the story. Because of work, a few days had passed. And I had not learned, that this, I had not listened to any message. I don't know whether you get my point. I'm not joking. Do not say trembling. <laughs> I was just fidgeting. Ha! I checked my collection. Nothing new. What did what they happen? So I rushed to one of my friends. All right? Uh, Dr. Ban Collis. I went to him and I said, Femo, Femo, do you have anything there? So he sat down. He was thinking what he has at home. He said, I've listened to Born to, to, uh, to Taste the Grapes. I said, no. Where is it? He said, okay. It's in his house. I said, let's go. Now, I said, let's go. <laughs> I followed the guy home that night. That, that evening, I, I borrowed my cousin's uh, old Corolla. I normally go around with transistor radio like, uh, like Malam. I'm not kidding. My back had a small radio like Malam. 
Not now that you have food. I had a small radio, like Malam. Na tepo. That one, the car was driving that evening. He didn't have a car stereo. Do you know I put that thing on? No earphones. I put it on loud like that in the car. I couldn't even wait. Just like 20 minutes drive to get back home. I said no. I was so hungry. So that night I sat down. And I finished listening to that one. Tape one. I think I did two tapes. Then my body came down. I knew I was on drugs. <laughs> oh God, may I never be cured in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me pray a prayer for you. Catch that infection in Jesus' name. Amen. That you will not be satisfied. If a whole day passes and the revelation has not entered your heart. A week passes. Nobody has sat you down to pour one hour of teaching into you. Uh-uh. This year, you will not be satisfied. In the name of Jesus Christ. If they give you business opportunity and word opportunity, you will choose word opportunity. You know why? Because when the word enters you, you will be the one creating opportunities for other people. That will be your testimony for this year in the name of Jesus. Paul said, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. Listen, I, I infect you with the quest to know more this year in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You will not be satisfied except you know more every day in the name of Jesus. Amen. Therefore declare. Say, my mind is set on the things that are above. As it is written, if I have been raised up with Christ, I am to keep seeking the things that are above. I just adapted that from Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. Therefore, the class say, I have been raised up with Christ. So I seek the things that are above. Say this, I have found. I have found and we always, always find the word of God. And the word of God will be joy to me. And it will be the delight of my heart. The word of God will be precious to my home. It will be precious to me. Listen, said the word of God, this year will be precious to me in the name of Jesus Christ. I receive from the Lord insight and I receive from the Lord understanding. I declare that I have the spirit of wisdom. I have the spirit of revelation. The eyes of my heart is enlightened and I walk in the will of God. My confidence will be in the Lord. My hope will be in his word. Say this year, fear will not rule me. I tap into internal life continually by virtue of understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Just say it again. I have the spirit of wisdom. I have the spirit of understanding. I have the spirit of counsel. I have the spirit of strength. I have the spirit of knowledge. And I have the spirit of the fear of God. One last line, say, I delight in the fear of the Lord. Begin to give the Lord thanks. This is a good year for you. It's a good year for you. You have reached out for the thing that's most important, the knowledge of God. You have reached out for the thing that's most important, the knowledge of God. You have reached out for the thing that's most important, the knowledge of God. You have reached out for the thing that's most important. Therefore, I declare in the name of Jesus, this is a good year for you. This is a good year for you. You will attain in your heart the prosperity of the soul. You will attain in your heart the prosperity of the spirit in the name of Jesus. This year, you are settled. You are settled. 
you will attain in your heart that prosperity and it just start manifesting outwardly. You will prosper in all that you do. You will prosper in all that you do. You will prosper in all that you do. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we give you thanks. Before I go, I just want to say something. So that people won't misunderstand something I said earlier about money. I just feel like saying it. As a child of God, you are a giver. Amen? amen. If you are a giver, say amen. amen. If you are a thief, say amen. See, you are not a thief. So you know who you are. You are a giver. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are a child of God, say amen. amen. If you are a giver, say amen. amen. That's what we are as children of God. We are not bribers. We don't bribe God. We don't, anything we don't believe in, we don't give to. We walk by the Spirit. What does it mean to walk by the Spirit? If I don't believe something, I won't give towards it. I don't give to bribe God. I don't give to get from Him. I give because I believe in what is going on. Are you getting my point? So, it is right for a Christian to give to his church. Are you getting what I'm saying? For the propagation of the gospel, to help the poor. The word of God has to advance. Do you understand? It is right. Like I said also, it is right for a Christian to enjoy himself. When you've worn your tie long enough, give somebody else. You can buy another one. It's called the principle of gleaning. Not wear your shirt till it's here. Wear your portion. What do you do? Glean the, the rest of it. That's how Christians live. I just feel like emphasizing that. Christians, we are continual givers. We can give the last thing we have. And I like, keep on giving us an example. I have children. If they are here that, God for, of course it will not happen. I'm just giving as an illustration. That one of them critically needs the cost of my car, my wife's car, alright, for his life to be saved. Do you think I'll bat an eyelid in dropping it? No, I won't think about it. It's called love. So am I so in the sea so that uh, God will bless me tomorrow because I'm saving my son's life? No. In the same manner, I believe in giving for the advancement of the gospel. But it's not because I'm bribing God. No, pa- Listen, I want to say this one. Because I know this beginning of the year, somebody will start harassing you. It just won't start. Nobody can threaten you to get anything out of you. Say, if you don't give, you will die in poverty. That day, don't give anything. Say, today I know they give. Say, why? I know they give. I have to overcome this fear you are trying to put in my heart. You get all this message, you say, forward this to 10 people. <laughs> Once I get it, I delete it. I delete it just to prove to you, even if I wanted to forward. Once you say forward to 10 people, I don't. I don't care how good it is. What kind of thing is that? Say, I know many Christians will forward this, but they will forward jokes. Yes, I will forward the joke. It's funny. This one you have said, what is funny about? No, I don't know. Don't threaten my soul. Ah. What, what is it? I write prayer points and send to five, 400 people at a time. So don't make it look as if, uh, if I don't forward your small exhortation that you borrowed from somebody. I don't love God. I will delete it. I don't care how good it is. Del- be delivered from fear. Yes. Be delivered from fear. Amen. I ban you this year. You are not sowing any seed of money for anybody. Yes, now banning be that too. If you want to give, give. What did I talk? If you want to give, give. Your prosperity is assured in Christ. Somebody say amen. amen. In Christ Jesus, you have prospered. Amen. You know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ in that he was rich, but yours, for your, our sakes, yours and mine, he became poor, that we through his poverty might be made rich. That is what sees prosperity. Oh, we are clear. Don't bribe God for it. Go and read the story of Jabez. He asked and God gave to him. I hope you are getting my point. 
Be a God lover. Do things because you believe it. If you hear the gospel is advancing to a particular place and it needs money, if you really believe, that's the problem with a lot of people, they don't have faith. If you really believe that the gospel is the light of this country, won't you put money inside it? You have to just ask yourself, do I really believe or I'm just going to church? Those who really believe, they give to the gospel. They really do. And those who don't believe and give to the gospel because they are what they are going to get, hear ye the word of the Lord. They don't get anything. It's only the pastors and the churches and people like me that get it. That's why I always want to don't sow Jagudah seed into my life. Oh. Don't, I've been begging you. But if you want to give me food because I've been a blessing to you, bring her. I go chop her. But this last Christmas, I got a lot of sweet, sweet things. One brother sent me a message, one of the greatest gifts for Christmas for me. No, he didn't send a message. He didn't send a message or he told me. Yes, he sent a message, even though I saw him in December. He said, you have blessed me more than any other person dead or alive. To me, that's a, that was a great thing. Uh-uh. He said, you've blessed me more than any other person dead or alive. He's always trying to make, I mean, the, the fellow I'm talking about, you've seen me wear things he made before. Always trying to make, the other day I had to say, wait, when I come we'll see. He went to make stuff again and send to me. He gathered all my children, measured all of them, said, let, him, let me let him put clothes on all of them. He said, yeah, I, did, I enjoyed that, but let me sow into your life so I will reap. That's how I'm going to tear my skin. You know, because when you are praying, you could pinch. God, do I give to that man? I give to that man. Please, if you want to give to me, don't sow. Are you getting my faith? Because now my body thing would take germinate. I don't want. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want. I don't want wahala for my soul. I hope you are getting my point. Oh, the Lord is good. I don't know. I just feel like clarifying that. I felt so that somebody will answer what I'm saying. All right, the Lord is good. The Lord is good. Now, we're going to share the grace in a moment, but I want us to sort of modify it. Normally, we'll say this is our season of fruitfulness. I want you to add multiplication to it, all right? When we get to that, this is our season of fruitfulness. Say, this is my season of fruitfulness and multiplication. I hope you get my point. All right, let's start. Let's share the grace in fellowship. Because of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, surely we have passed out of death and we have passed into life. We have passed out of darkness into the light of Christ. We have passed out from under the curse into the blessing. All things have passed away in our lives. We are now filled with the Spirit of Christ. We live above sin and walk above the devil because we are seated high above with Christ. This is our season of fruitfulness and multiplication in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. One more time. This is my season of fruitfulness and multiplication in the name of Jesus. Bless somebody on your left and your right. Somebody else. This is your season of...